This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now on the DNM leasing hotline. As if I need to explain this to, I don't know, anybody. It's former Dallas Cowboy Pro Football Hall of Famer, the manster himself, Randy White. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How you all doing this morning? We're doing fantastic. Did you get a chance to check out the amazing evening afternoon of college football? I know we have other stuff to talk about, but those two games were unbelievable. Well, I watched the Terps. I'm a, have a little special right. interest in the, in the Maryland Terps, so I watched I watched the Terps game, and uh, that turned out the way I that I wanted it to. That that uh, that victory was was good for them, so I was glad to see that happen. You know, we, we saw you, Randy, uh, down on the field on Saturday night for the Ring of Honor ceremony with Jimmy Johnson. What was what was that feeling like being down there and seeing Jimmy get that opportunity? You know, I've been I've been down there on that field for numerous uh inductions into into the Ring of Honor and people getting their Hall of Fame rings. And I tell you, to be honest with you, that was the most emotional, energetic uh, I, I I don't know what the right word is to describe it, but I was I was so glad to be able to be a part of it, and uh, Jimmy was so happy, and I think Jerry was so happy uh, that they, that they got him in the Ring of Honor, and and all his players were there supporting Jimmy, and my my guys, the groups I played with. We were supporting him because we all respected what he did for the Dallas Cowboys and 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 how great of a coach he is. So that that was a great night. I was glad that that I went out there and I was glad to to have the uh, the chance to be a part of that. That really was that really was special. Would you, would you have played for like Jimmy Johnson? Like, would you have loved to have played for a coach like that? Oh, I love to play for Coach Coach Johnson. I just wish I was younger. I was too old when he got there. I, was <laughs> I, w- I wish I was. I wish I was in my first or second year. I would have loved to play for Jimmy. He was a great coach. He handled his players right. Uh, he really had a, a a good handle on the players of his era. Uh, you know, when I played, there was a one attitude. When when Jimmy was came in the league as a coach, he had his finger right on the pulse. He knew just what to do. And well, look at the record. Look look at look what they did. Look what they did. They they just were phenomenal. And uh, you know, he's got to take the most major credit for that for for the job he did as a coach. 
Hall of Famer Randy White joining us here on 105.3 The Fan. Randy, your last year was in 1988, Tom Landry's last year. I know you just said you were too old. Did you did you just say, I have nothing left, I am too old? Or was there also a part of you going, I just, we're losing a lot, and then the new coach is coming in. Was there kind of that going, I don't know if I want to go through that at this age too? No, actually, uh, my coach, Ernie Stardner, he told me, he sat me down one day and he told me, he says, Randy, there's going to come a time in your career that you can't do it like you used to. He said, you're going to think you can still do it, but but you're not going to be able to. And uh, somebody's going to have to tell you. And I told coach, I told uh, my coach, Ernie Stardner, I said, well, coach, if I ever get to that point, uh, you know, I hope you tell me. And sure enough, uh, when, when, uh, coach Johnson, when Jimmy took, when Jimmy took over, uh, I went in and talked to him and he said, Randy, if you were five years younger, man, we'd be all over it. But basically what he was telling me is, you know, he was moving, he was moving on with younger players and he wanted to get back to the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, that happened to me. I called up coach, I called Ernie. I called Ernie up. I said, Ernie, let's go fishing. And I, we went fishing. I told Ernie, I said, Ernie, I'm not quitter. I says, I, but I'm going to retire before Jimmy cuts me. And he, <laughs> and, and he said, it's the right thing to do, Randy. So it, it, it was time for me to, it was time for me to retire, but I always admired the job that uh, that Coach Johnson did with that football team and the way he turned that thing around and the way he he handled with those players that was uh, that would really was phenomenal. Obviously, as you were explaining, you had a good handle on what you had left or what you didn't. With all the people you played with over the years, how difficult is it for a player to accept? Hey, I don't have it anymore. Or do you fool yourself? Not you, but players in general fool themselves along the way. Well, you don't ever, you don't ever think. I never thought I didn't have it. I still thought I have it. I still think I have it today. They could, <laughs> give, me a uni- they could give me a uniform. I'll go out and play if they let me. You never want to give up. I love the game of football. I love playing it. I loved everything about it. The competition, the camaraderie, the winning, the losing. The feeling you have before a game, you want to cry, you want to break something, you want to fight, you know. I mean, where do you get that? Where do you get that emotion? Uh, so, you know, somebody was, somebody had to tell me, hey, Randy, get out of here. You're too old. So that uh, – but I love the game of football. I, I loved it. Now, Randy, we, we've been talking about this Cowboys team and the defense the last few games now we feel like it's kind of – faltered a little bit late in the game against Miami. They give up a drive to to set up a field goal to win the game. And then against the, the Lions, another drive down the field there. You see anything in particular with this defense that they, they might need to do a little later in those games? Well, I think they just go and they study the films and they see what's, what's, uh, what's happening to them. Uh, the thing I always say is you have to remember – Every guy that's out there on that football field was the best that that you could be at what he did somewhere. So on any given Sunday, they're capable of having a great game. So they're all great. So Cowboys moving forward, 
get ready, study, get everything ready, mentally, physically ready, and then get out there on the field and just let it fly. Let it fly. And, you know, let the chips fall, and hopefully they're going to fall in their favor and they're going to, they're going to they're going to win that fourth quarter and they're going to be in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of other fans like me that are hoping for the same thing. And I think they do have a legitimate uh, chance to do that. You've got three fans just like you right here <laughs> hoping yep. that that is yeah. exactly yeah. What yeah, plays you're all, out? You're all on the same page. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Ab- absolutely. I, I, I am curious about this since we were talking about those last two games. How much do you and defensive players in general hate the prevent defense? Did you ever go like, hey, why don't we just do what's been working most of the game and go after it? Well, that's that's a tough one. That uh, you know, we used to. We used to always say that prevent de- defense prevented us from winning, but uh, <laughs> that's not necessarily the case. You know, the coach has got to make a, make a decision on what he thinks is the smart thing to do at that at that particular time, uh, and you don't want to you don't want to give up uh, you don't want to give up that big play, um, and so that that's that's a coach's decision. Randy, I love getting to talk to a Hall of Famer who gets to watch other defensive linemen. I know Micah Parsons plays the game a little bit different than you, but when you watch Micah Parsons, who has an outside chance of being defensive player of the year this year, what are you in awe of of him or just love watching him do? Well, I like I like his motor. He, he goes. I, that, that's what I like the, the most about him. I like his motor. He he and he's he's got speed and he never quits. I mean that that's that's what makes him a great football player. You, you never you never see the guy quit he, until the play's over, and that's what it takes. And that's what he will make big plays because the ball will get fumbled and he'll be there. He'll get tipped and he'll be there. He's a great player. Uh, I think he's learning as he's going along and I think he's going to do nothing but get better, but he's, he's a great player. And I, I enjoy watching him play football. And then Randy, I know when you got drafted to the Dallas Cowboys in the seventies, they're in the middle of being an un- unbelievable team. Usually if you get drafted second overall, you're going to a team that's not very good at football, but you get drafted to a team that uh, their goal is definitely to win the super bowl. And they're in the middle of it. If this Dallas Cowboy team makes it, let's say, to an NFC championship game, almost all the guys on the team have never played in a championship game. What was your feelings or thoughts when you got to your first ever NFC championship game? I tell you, my first NFC championship game was my rookie year. And I remember our goal that year was to get to the NFC championship game and win it. That was our outstanding goal. Well, we did that, but we got to the Super Bowl and we didn't win the Super Bowl. The next year, our goal was to get to the Super Bowl and win. And Super Bowl twelve, we got to the Super Bowl and we won. So uh, I think setting them goals high, set them high and shoot shoot for shoot for the stars. I say you want it all. That's what this game's all about: is winning the Super Bowl. They don't think about the team that come in second. They think about the team 
that uh, that wins the Super Bowl. And I think the Dallas Cowboys can do that. They just got to put believers. But like you said, they've gained a lot of experience and they're getting more and more experience. Uh, and and the more of that that they have, the better it's going to be going into these big football games. You're going to be more comfortable and they're just going to go out there and play football and win football games. Now, he's too humble to say this, Corey, but Randy White was the co-MVP of that Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. So just in case you were yeah. wondering, oh, yeah. he was the co-MVP along with Harvey Martin of that Super Bowl. And deservedly so. Yeah, just wanted to throw that out there for the people in case they didn't know. <laughs> Randy, the... Uh, the, the well, go ahead. No, y'all are talking about the, the, uh, the, the Super Bowl and the first Super Bowl and going to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you my... my the biggest story or my greatest thrill of going to the Super Bowl when I was a rookie, the police escort, uh, the buses were all full. So we went through the police escort. Uh, our PR guy put us, Burton Lawless and I, and we get up to the police escort car and there's this guy in the back seat. And he's got long hair and beard. And I tell Burton, I said, Burton, you sit back there with that hippie. I'm sitting in the front. <laughs> We're riding down the road. The guy taps me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, Randy. He says, I'm Willie Nelson. I'm a big fan. I go, oh, Randy, you dumb of you. <laughs> <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest thrill of that, that whole experience that night, Jimmy Buffett, Jerry Jeff Walker, well and Jennings and Willie were at our after party. Holy crap. Yes. <laughs> and we got and Bob Brunick played the guitar, our middle linebacker, and we got to get up on stage and sing Up Against the Wall, Redneck Mother yes. with those guys. So that's what I remember of my first Super Bowl. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's pretty damn good memory right there. Pretty damn good memory for <laughs> that's sure. A, that's a good one. <laughs> Now the uh, the Cowboys at the Ford Center uh, or the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. They're hosting the East West Shrine Bowl game, and I know Broadus and Woolchuck are excited to go see that. That's our afternoon show. Can you tell us a little more about you know how excited you are that it's here? Well, I'm glad that the game's there. I played in that football game years ago. My football coach Jerry Claiborne was a uh, big supporter of that game and all the children that they helped. Uh, nobody paid for anything and they helped so many people and they still do. So it's a great football game and it's a competitive football game because there's still a bunch of people of those guys that are going to be playing that are playing for a, a draft spot in the NFL. So it's going to be a great game to watch, and it's for a great cause. So I invite everyone to come out um, and and be a be a part of that experience. It's it's going to be a good one. Now, Randy, before we let you go, our morning show host R.J. Choppy tweeted on Saturday night: Randy White might be the most masculine man I've ever seen, mm. and that's and that's a that's a huge compliment because he thinks he's the most masculine man out there. That being said. <laughs> Since I've been a child, every time I've met you, uh, every time I've I've gotten at a charity softball game or whatever event, you've always been the kindest person to me. And I know Kevin and I interviewed you a while back or early on in our careers, and you've always been kind. So as as much of a masculine man you are, you're also a very kind man. We always appreciate that, Randy. No, and I appreciate it, and I hopefully uh, 
I will always be that way, or my dad will reach down from wherever he is in heaven. He'll bop me in the head if I ever do anything any different. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's an honor for me for people to come up and talk to me and want my autograph and say hello, and uh, I'll always I'll always embrace that. I always will. East-West Shrine Bowl, the 99th edition, February 1st at the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. You can get tickets at ShrineBowl.com. Randy, thank you very, very much for the time today, good sir. My pleasure. Y'all have a wonderful day, and we'll see you at the game. Yes, sir. There you go. Randy White right here on 105.3 The Fan. By the way, if you need another local Randy White connection, if you're a collector, I know at the past he's— I have one. He has been at oh. the Dallas Card Show. I know perhaps this weekend he was bouncing around to some local card shops that support my possibilities. Really? So he is a collector as well.